to Life Lessons. We're Jen and Sherry. I'm Jen Stevens, a retired teacher of 28 years and the author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat. And I'm Sherry Bullock. I've worked in healthcare for over 26 years, and I've been an active volunteer for many organizations. We're both wives and moms, and let's face it, we're the glue that holds it all together in our homes. In our careers, we have always been problem solvers who help others. And that's what we'll be doing here, answering questions you didn't know you had, one smart solution at a time. We're always looking for ways to make our lives easier, help us be more productive, or improve our health and wellness. So let's live our best lives one day at a time, and let's have some fun along the way. everybody. We are so glad you're here today. Welcome to episode 64 of the Life Lessons Podcast. How are you doing today, Sherry? I'm doing very well. I'm glad. Why very well? Well, because my never-ending bathroom remodel saga might be coming to an end. I had a contractor. I have called so many contractors, and Mm -hmm. they'll tell me that they'll come to the house, and then they just never show up. I never hear from them again. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to call and remind you that I need to hire you for a job. <laughs> it is very, very hard because, right now. Maybe if it's just right now or maybe it's all the time. I We're having know. trouble finding land, a landscaper. Our backyard is all done except for the landscaping. And there was someone that was supposed to start three weeks ago. They're like, and I'll what? be there by Thursday. We never have have heard, heard from them. See, Mm-mm. that is and my like, experience. Yeah. And like came, bid for the job. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. It is so weird. But I feel like if I have to beg you to come over to give me an estimate. Yeah. What am I going to have to come pick you up and bring you to my house and force you, you to want, do the you, job? Yeah, you do, that's kind of <laughs> like an early warning signal right? that maybe this is not the one for you. The problem that we're running into. Let me see. Is Chad not here? I don't want to. Okay. Had to look out the window. I <laughs> probably heard me like open the blinds. But I'm going to just say the problem. The problem is Chad doesn't want to pay the prices of the people who are probably going to do amazing work and be here. Oh, <laughs> so right. he like will get all he'll get a recommendation from a neighbor, and it's like someone in his yard is beautiful. The neighbor's yard is beautiful, and they'll come over and they'll quote us a price that's probably what it's going to cost. And Chad's like, "No, that's too much." And then he keeps calling, and then finally, the people who have a better price are not the ones who are going to show back up. So I'm like, let's just pay the guy that it was three times as much, but we know he's going to do it and it's going to be amazing. Exactly. So that's the battle we're fighting. And, you know, we're fighting that battle on the house that Will had been living in on the little cottage because we have a bathroom remodel that needed to get done. And we hired the guy that the realtor said would be cheap. And he was. He was so cheap. And he came and did the work. And it was really like the the door it was crooked, wasn't it? It was crooked. Like it wasn't a 90-degree door. Yeah. It looked like a funhouse door. And then Chad <laughs> called him to talk about it, and we've never heard from him again, ever, ever. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, you just sometimes you got to pay the, the price. But I know that's not your situation because you're not, you know, turning down people who give you quotes like we've been doing. Right. No. I it's mean, hard. I just can't get a quote. And so I messaged this guy last week and he messaged me right back. And we've been talking almost daily since then, touching base. So he messaged me this morning and said, hey, the job I'm working on, I can't do because of the rain. Can I come over and bid your job? I said, when? And he said, right now. And I'm like, Awesome. By all means, yes. Let me get out of my robe and 
Put Get on ready clothes. for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he hasn't given me the quote yet, but if it sounds reasonable at all to me i'm probably just gonna hire him i mean i don't know you're supposed to get multiple quotes well listen that was like me when i was getting that work done at the beach on the bathroom shower because sherry knows this Uh uh, bathroom shower in the master bedroom at the beach that someone installed they redid that bathroom and installed it like coming out of the shower enclosure instead of out of the wall so if you were four feet tall maybe three (laughs) feet tall it was a good height for you but i'm only five five and i couldn't get under it so I had somebody that I, I connected with that used to work at our condo complex to come and do the work. And I actually ran into him at Lowe's. And I'm like, are you the guy that installed my hot water heater at the at the condo? And he's like, yes. I'm like, I need you to come over. So there he was, skilled, able to do the work, gave me a quote. I'm like, yes, you can do it. And Chad was like, did you shop around? I'm like, uh-uh, nope. Exactly. Not sorry. <laughs> yeah. When I, I had, had that guy, outlet. He could do it. Yeah. put in my room in for my sauna. Mm-hmm. I didn't shop around. He gave me a price that seemed reasonable for his time. Yeah. I said, sure, when can you do it? Right now? Yeah. Awesome. Let's go. Do it now. And Chad would have to call like 10 more people. And and I'm like, no, I just... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Now, if it comes back and it seems like where I'm cringing and I'm like, eee, I wasn't expecting that, I'll probably call another person, but... Just to see. Yeah. Just to but, see. Because you know, I don't had- know. With the bathroom that we're trying to still get fixed correctly at all, everything the other guy did has to come back out. It all has to be ripped out. So where's the savings? Hmm. But <laughs> the one guy gave us a quote, and it seemed high. Then he got another guy, and he gave us a quote, and it was like the exact same amount. And I'm like, okay, that's just what it's going to cost. Right. So. Right. I mean, I think there's customary charges that, mm-hmm. you know, they bid the materials and their time, and that's pretty much it. So. Well, good luck with that. If somebody's undervaluing their time, then it makes you wonder. Yeah. Why? Can I just tell you what an exciting day yesterday was for me? Um, I know you had an exciting day yesterday. It was like the most exciting day ever. I got to interview Dr. Mark Matson from Johns Hopkins for Intermittent Fasting Stories. And then I got to talk to Tim Spector. We had a webinar that was live just in the Delayed on Denied community. Now, is that the first time you've talked to him? Yes. We had never even communicated directly. You know, he wrote the foreword for Cleanish. Right. But that was through, you know, his people, you know, that we were talking about with Zoe and things. And um, we did it all through his, you know, his team. Right. They coordinated all of it. So So this is the first time you two communicated together. Yeah. Were you fangirling a little bit? Yes. I know you love Dr. Spector's work. Yeah. I do. I've I mean, I read his his first book in twenty fifteen. I couldn't remember if I'd read it in fifteen or sixteen, so I went back to Amazon and looked when I bought it. It was twenty fifteen. Wow. I know. So he's been shaping my thinking ever since then. Mm-hmm. It's just really exciting to now be collaborating with him and amazing. So that's fun. It really is. And at the uh, Mark Matson interview. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, I schedule all my interviews for intermittent fasting stories through Calendly, which Uh is um, like you click the link and you pick a time, but it syncs with my calendar. So we don't have to do back and forth emails. It's like my calendar is already like imported. So you can just click it. Well, I sent the link to Dr. Matson, and he said he picked a time. I don't know if he didn't click save or if it didn't. I don't know maybe the internet refreshed or there was a glitch at Calendly, but it didn't get scheduled for whatever reason. So yesterday morning, I got an email from him that was like, will you send me a link to record? And I'm like, I would love to go ahead and pick a time. He's like, are we not doing this now at nine o'clock today? And I'm like, what? 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was freaking out. I was not at home. I was driving Will. He had a nail in his tire. So I was driving him to work while we were getting that sorted out. And I couldn't record anyway. I wasn't at home. So I'm like, I don't know what happened. So I'm like, now Dr. Mark Matson thinks I'm this crazy flaky girl oh, who no. like can't bother to show up. But I was like, did you get a reminder email 24 hours before? And he's like, no. And like, see, it didn't take whatever when you when you submitted it because I have it right. auto generates reminder email and it, it puts it in my calendar and you really can't miss it. But uh, we, I was like, can you do it at 1030? And he was very gracious. And he said, yes. So oh, we recorded good. it. 1030 and I will never know what the tech glitch was either. Well, he, I'm sure he's but, familiar with tech glitches. Well, probably so. I think we all I are. Like, or, he, you know, dealing with flaky people. But you know, I'm not that <laughs> flaky. If I say I'm going to be somewhere, buddy, I'm there. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Call Mark Matson and tell him that anyway. <laughs> of all people for it to happen with. Oh, well, we had a really good discussion. I enjoyed it. But two in one day, that's what, you know, Tim Spector and Mark Matson in the same day. And we were supposed to record that afternoon, and you could tell I was just worn I out. Could, so yes. You pushed yes. it a day. So thank I, you. I asked Jen, I said, Jen, would you like to hold off and record tomorrow? She yes. said, yes. <laughs> I said it just like that. <laughs> yes. You couldn't tell because it was in a text, but that was Oh, I can tell. I could tell. I could tell your brain was a little frazzled and you were a little overwhelmed after that. Well, it was it was it's a lot stimulating. Of it, yes. yes, it is a mm-hmm. lot of, of thinking and it's just very stimulating in a different kind of way, like being on stage mm-hmm. is what it and very much. That's yep. what it felt like. So. It's work. It is work. Yeah. Yeah. Good well. work. And I love it. And it was exciting work, but I was still worn out. <laughs> I, I was like at 830. I was like, I'm really kind of ready to go to bed. <laughs> I get it. I mean, there's sometimes on Mondays when I come home and after working all weekend and it's not that I'm physically exhausted. My brain is tired. Yeah. My brain has just been thinking, 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 thinking all weekend long and I just can't think anymore. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we do want to give a shout out to Cheryl. She made a contribution to help support the podcast, and we always appreciate any help. Your guys' support means the world to us, and it helps keep bringing you more episodes of the podcast. Yep. Thank you, Cheryl. Patty, one of our listeners, sent an email today that she wanted to share for the Good News segment, and it's a shout out to her coworker. And she wrote, Brian is a service clerk with the law firm I work with who simply does his magic behind the scenes. During the pandemic, he and I were often the only ones in the office, and Brian got to know the organizational, I don't do well on the fly, me. I'm hosting a surprise wedding shower for one of our young male associates and his fiance in the office on Tuesday. We were swamped with urine transactional work, and I was really afraid I would not have time to get the room set up, etc. on Tuesday without getting pushback from my attorneys. Brian stopped by my office Friday to let me know that the tables and plates were set up for me. Bless his heart. I went in on Saturday, took my time with the decorating, and I was able to view the room with an unbiased eye. Still needed to pick up the balloons that were ordered and the fresh flowers that I had ordered, and I had to rely on others to bring the cake, but I left feeling comfortable with the room set up, and I was so glad that Brian thought of me. I love that. And, you know, it's just the little things, that little thing of setting up the tables and the plates. And that, by the way, was a bless your heart of like love. We have many (laughs) ways to use bless your heart. Well, before moving to the South, I didn't didn't know know. that there was another way. 
there's a lot of ways to say it. <laughs> I've learned like, that. Like, I'll be like, oh, Sherry, bless your heart. I've learned how to use it, too. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But this one is the one like, oh, bless your heart. Yes. <laughs> yes. Really, yeah. It could mean a lot of things. Somebody gave an analogy once that sometimes we're running around like a rubber band. It pulled as tight as it can be pulled, right? And it just takes one little extra stress to snap that rubber band. But like on the opposite side of that, if there's one thing that releases some tension, then the rubber band doesn't snap. So, I mean, that was Brian. He released a little tension from Patty and made her feel more capable of getting things done and handling it. Just the little things. Uh Chad cleaned the stove the other day. Cleaned the stove top. He tried to do it the night before when I was getting ready to make dinner. He's like, I'm going to clean the stove. I'm like, how about let me make dinner first? It's <laughs> <laughs> not the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get out of the kitchen. But he cleaned the stove. And I was like, that was very kind. So that was nice. Yeah. Eric mopped the floors for me last week. I was stressing out, trying to get a bunch of stuff done. And he said, what all do you have to get done? I told him. And he said, I'll mop. Yeah. So, and I mean, it took him all of 10 minutes, but... It just, just cleared that, that off thing. my plate, yeah. and it felt wonderful to have the help. felt like you were cared for. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. did. So listeners, we need your stories. Send your good news story to connect at lifelessonscommunity.com. We want to hear about companies that have given you exceptional customer service. Give a shout out to a special someone in your life. Tell us an amazing story or share anything that might be inspirational to fellow listeners. We look forward to hearing from you and sharing your good news in an upcoming episode. So before we get to the weekly life lesson, we always talk about a company that makes it possible for us to bring you the podcast. And I'm going to talk again, since this is a another cleanish episode, I want to talk about what you can find at jenstevens.com slash cleanish. As I promised in the book, cleanish. I have a section there on um, jenstevens.com slash cleanish where you can find all of my clean recommendations, whether it's Branch Basics for cleaning products. By the way, Sherry, did you see an email from them? They have a new product coming out. I haven't tried it yet. And they're sending me some. They have a dishwasher tabs. Oh, really? That is the one thing that in the kitchen I have not yet found a clean dishwasher tab. So I'm not endorsing the Branch Basics dishwasher tabs yet because I haven't tried them, but I have my fingers crossed. Please let them be good. Yeah. None of the others have been good. So hmm. anyway, so we'll see how it goes. So nobody buy them yet. I mean, you can if you want to, but Jen didn't say to, but <laughs> I love their other stuff. So I'm optimistic that I'll love their dishwasher tabs. If you never hear me mention it again, just, you know, <laughs> right. if I like it, I'll say something. I also have Dry Farm Wines on there, which is the only wine I really drink at home. Beauty Counter, which I love. Their shampoo and conditioner comes in new bottles now. Did you see that? I saw that. I ordered some, even though I just stocked up on the other kind. (laughs) I was like, the pump, because it's really hard to get the last little bit out of the Uh bottom of their other, their old bottles. I mean, I had some strategies for getting it out, but, um, and I got every last drop, but now it's a pump. So I have the pump and I'm using it. And how does my hair look? It looks fabulous. It's a little different formulation. So Uh, I was worried about that. It's a different scent too. Is it grapefruit? grapefruit? Yes. Yes. But yeah, I the other one was like citrus bottle. mimosa. Yep. So I'm going to like refill it with the old stuff just to use the bottle till I get all the old stuff gone because I love the little pump bottle. I also have Zoe linked there, Green Chef, Sun Basket, Daily Harvest. 
I don't know what I would do without Green Chef Sun Basket and Daily Harvest because of the organic produce that they use. And then being able to upgrade my meats with, with Sun Basket, such a lifesaver. But I'm counting after, you know, especially after talking to Tim Spector yesterday with his 30 plants a week challenge, I'm counting the variety of plants that I get in my diet. And Daily Harvest really helps me get that count up. Gives it your, a boost. Yeah. Like I'm eating yeah. things that... Like, I never would have thought to get, like, today we're having a Green Chef meal. Spaghetti squash uh-huh. is, is in there. Like, I would never, never go to the store and, and buy spaghetti that. squash. Never. I would never choose that. I'd always just get regular plain old pasta, my plain sauce. I would just, it'd be just boring spaghetti. But this is a Mediterranean spaghetti squash meal. And I'm like, that sounds really good. It's got, like, feta. I think it might have black olives in it. And spaghetti squash is delicious. If you say so. You don't like it? Oh, you don't like those kinds of squash? No, I've tried it. I'm a texture person. Okay. It has this gritty texture to it. I don't know how to describe it. And I just, Mm -hmm. my mouth doesn't like it. Yeah. Well, that makes (laughs) sense. But But I do love zoodles. Yeah. I like zoodles zoodles too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like them too. And you know, I'm, I'm not one who likes food that's pretending to be other food. Right. But to me, spaghetti squash, I just, I like spaghetti squash. Like, I like all the squashes. So I'm actually really excited about it. It's a Green Chef meal. Anyway, jenstevens.com slash cleanish, all sorts of things. And I'll be adding to it over time. Do you know what's crazy about spaghetti squash? My husband, who does not eat vegetables, actually tells me all the time how good spaghetti squash is. So That's so funny. Go figure. (laughs) The one vegetable I don't (laughs) like, he, he he loves it. That's great. Bless his heart. I know. (laughs) (laughs) They say opposites attract. That's right. So now it's time for our life lesson of the week. And this week we are going to go back into our discussion about the book Cleanish. It's week four of our book study. Time is flying. I know. I cannot believe it. Oh, this podcast comes out on, it's February 16th by the time it comes out. Wow. I can't believe that. Where's 2022 going already? Anyway. Hopefully into summertime. Yes, that's what I'm ready for. (laughs) I can't wait to enjoy my backyard and my pool. Yes. So this week, we're going to focus on our body's miraculous self-cleaning ability and how we can support these processes. Because really, our bodies are, like I said, miraculously designed and are supposed to be able to self-clean just as much as they need to. Of course, we've got the modern era, which makes it a little more difficult. But there are four chapters in the self-cleaning section. The first is called Your Body's Self-Cleaning Pathways. There's a chapter called What's Food Got to Do With It? A chapter called Intermittent Fasting, a Powerful Self-Cleaning Tool, which is the only part about intermittent fasting, since this is not an intermittent fasting book. And there's a chapter called Extra Credit, more tools for self-cleaning, which is actually one of my very favorite chapters because those tools for self-cleaning are actually fun. What I liked about reading through these four chapters was the fact that you already set the groundwork for like the body self-cleaning pathways. When you talk about the liver and the toxins and stuff in the book, you already did such a great job of explaining toxin overload that this all just made so much sense and all the pieces just really fall together. I'm glad that's I was trying to do that. You know, my I really think that my background in curriculum design, you know, with as a teacher really helped because that's what teaching is, right? You have to plan the whole semester uh-huh. and how it's going to flow together. So good teachers can do that. And so that's why I think that I can. Yeah, if you don't have a good foundation, then 
everybody's lost halfway through the year. So, yeah, no, exactly. it was very, very easy to understand. I have to give you kudos. I haven't told Thank you, you that. Yay. But as I was reading, I kept thinking what a great job you did of tying it all together. I appreciate that. So we talked a lot about food last time in episode 62, and it turns out the foods that are best for us help us with the self-cleaning process. So by choosing a wide variety of real foods rather than ultra-processed foods, it helps support our body's natural self-cleaning processes. We need the phytochemicals and nutrients found in these foods in order for our bodies to perform these processes. Yep. And ultra-processed foods, besides not supporting the self-cleaning, they also add in extra junk that our bodies then have to clean up. So the real foods help our bodies self-clean, and the fake foods give us more that needs to be cleaned up. So it's really important to understand that. And also, you know, that gives you more motivation to choose the foods that are going to help. Did you have a chance to watch the webinar with Tim Spector yet? I haven't yet, no. No, yesterday was my first day off. Yeah, I, I it was it was a lot. <laughs> to do in one day. But somebody asked him a question about what foods do should what what should we be focusing on? And um, I was like, oh, let me try to answer it and see if it's the same thing you would say. Uh huh. And I answered it. And he's like, yep, that's what I would say, too. And then I felt like such a good student. <laughs> but it was, again, focus on real foods, real foods, boom, real foods. Right. It's just it's 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 hard in the modern landscape. But it's a simple, simple thing that is not always easy to do. Well, we live in a world where we automatically think that if we have to make changes or get healthy or whatever, that we have to restrict and take things away. But I like to really focus on what we can add. It's about adding to your life. So the more healthier nutritional foods that you add to your diet, it naturally sort of works out some of the ultra processed foods. Yeah, that's a strategy called crowding out, actually. You're crowding out by filling your plate with nutrients. And then on the side, there's a handful of tortilla chips. Exactly. Say you just really, really want that dinner roll with your dinner. Great, have it. But don't have instant mashed potatoes. Get the real potato. It's just little easy swaps you can make. And like for every, all the good choices you make, it makes more room in your body for the less beneficial choices. Yeah. Oh, and I would never choose instant mashed potatoes. Oh, my husband would. Of 2022. I can remember back in the day buying those because they were so easy. And oh my gosh, I can remember mixing them up. So my husband prefers them to a real potato. Really? And I... I can only assume it's what he grew up with. So it's what his taste buds are used to. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter. I will make real mashed potatoes for him. And he just prefers the ones out of the bag. Wow. Well, what do you do? It's like someone preferring fast food French fries to home-baked French fries. Roasted new potatoes in the oven. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so let's talk about self-cleaning. So what is self-cleaning? Let's hear what a couple of listeners had to say about that. So one listener shared, to me, it means that our bodies were created to self-heal unless they are totally overwhelmed. For all of my adult life, I've quit eating when I got a cold or flu, et cetera. A great tip tip off 
the hat to Scott and Helen Nearing, who wrote The Good Life many years ago, from whom I learned that little trick that kept them completely out of the medical system and functional into their 100s in Scott's case. So he was intermittent fasting before its time. Are you familiar with these two people, Jen? I've not ever heard of those people. Scott and Helen Nearing, who wrote The Good Life. Very cool. But a lot of animals fast when they're sick. They just don't eat. It's like their bodies let them know. And I always just listen to my body. And usually eating is not what I feel like I want to do. Yep. Um, Especially if you have anything GI going on, gut rest Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is really the best thing you can do for your body. But this listener is right. Our bodies were created to self-heal unless they're totally overwhelmed. And like that analogy in um, Cleanish of Lucy and Ethel in the chocolate factory, our bodies get overwhelmed like that because there's too much coming in and they can't manage it. So that's why we have to proactively put less in and then support what's coming out. So, yeah, that's important. So Terry from Ohio says autophagy, liver functioning well as a detox mechanism, gut digestive system, clearing food and toxins efficiently, and keeping the bad bacteria in check. That's exactly right. Autophagy is our body's self-cleaning that gets ramped up during intermittent fasting. And that's one reason why it's important to have that, you know, the period of, of rest throughout the day. We want our liver to function well. Absolutely, that's important. The foods that we're putting in, clearing the toxins efficiently, so important. Think of your car when you get gunky fuel injectors. Your car doesn't operate efficiently. It might stumble. It might be hard to start. And then you put a fuel injector cleaner in there, and all of a sudden your car is running more efficiently. It's the same kind of thing. If our body's gunked up, it's not able to operate efficiently. Exactly. So another listener... And I really don't know how to pronounce this. I'm going to go with Zellerson. That's how I would say it, too. Okay, good. She said... I could be wrong, but that is also how I would say it. (laughs) She says, under optimal conditions, my organs do an excellent job at self-cleaning. Yeah, and And that's the key, mm -hmm. optimal. We got to make the conditions as optimal as we can. That's what's harder. That's why we have to be more careful now, just because... We're, we're, it's not optimal all around us. It, exactly. It's not optimal. We don't live in optimal living conditions for our bodies to thrive. We have to put a little bit extra work into it. Yeah, we do. So Christy from Delaware says, my body was created to essentially heal itself. And so I want to do everything I can to help it get back to its ability to do so by choosing clean products and foods that won't disrupt that process. I love that. That's really that's that's really what Cleanish is all about. That is literally right there in a sentence. Right. She just nailed it. Yes. Good job, Christy. And you can read <laughs> the empowerment in that sentence. Yeah. She feels empowered to make changes and make choices that allows her body to work optimally. Yeah, I think so too. Cynthia wrote, if given the time and space, the body will do all the things. I think our bodies prefer that we let them cruise on autopilot while we go create something beautiful. I just like the way Cynthia said that, Mm -hmm. right? Let our bodies do their thing. And, you know, you and I both, we've spent so many decades of our lives trying to micromanage our bodies. Right. Trying to force them to respond in the way we want yeah. them to respond. And Exactly. And, and really, our bodies just wanted us to work with them and yes, let them tr- do their thing. Treat your body with love and it will treat mm-hmm. you with love. 
Absolutely. And Mary says, by ingesting foods that are close to their natural state, my body will have greater ease in digestion. That is very true. As I continue to provide daily stints of fasting greater than 15 hours, my body is working to reduce my fat storage. Natural fats may be less likely than processed foods to add to my existing stored fat. That is very true. Have you read the discussion that the more fat you have on your body, the more toxins it attracts? Well, it's just that, you know, our, our fat cells... It, hold, it holds it. Hold the toxins, right. right. And mm-hmm. then in turn, that encourages your body to store more fat mm-hmm. because your body is no longer working optimally. Right, right. You're accumulating more and more fat, and the, the fat is actually controlling some things in your body instead of it's not just a passive storage depot like we thought it was it acts more like a hormone yeah yeah so people will say well i don't you know i just want to lose weight i don't want to eat super healthy or change my diet well that's Mm -hmm. great that can be a goal you have but you might find that the weight loss comes once you tweak your diet and clean up what you're eating Because your body can operate more efficiently. Exactly. It really makes a difference. The better I eat, the better I feel. And I wasn't necessarily ready for that in 2014. But I also didn't understand a whole lot of things about how the body worked. I was just stuck in diet confusion and, you know, calories in, calories out kind of a thing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But quality quality of food matters. It sets up the health. Mm -hmm. So one listener asked... When I hear about a product that flushes toxins, I wonder specifically what toxins and how are they flushed beyond what my organs are already designed to do? Yeah, a lot of that's hype. <laughs> so let's talk about that. It's a great question because we're, you know, we want to find this magic product that's going to like do the work for us, but our organs and body parts are involved in self-cleaning. Mhm. And they're designed to take care of things. We've got the liver, the kidneys, the lungs, the skin, the colon. We've got our lymphatic system, our glymphatic system. All of them are well designed to manage a wide variety of toxins. So we've got really two kinds of toxins. We've got, this is a big sciencey word, endogenous toxins. Those are the ones that are produced in our bodies as a part of our metabolic processes. We've got ammonia, urea, creatinine. Is that, I always have to, is that creatinine. right, creatinine? Creatinin. See, I think I always say it wrong. Creatinin. They're all examples of endogenous toxins. Like, you know, like my dad. My dad has issues with his kidneys. Mm -hmm. So he ended up in the hospital at one time and they were watching his creatinin levels because he wasn't clearing them. You know, if your kidneys are functioning properly, it clears these. But if you've got problems, these, these toxins build up. And that's not good. And so many Americans are running around with a high creatinine level. Because mm-hmm. the, the kidneys can't manage what they need to manage. Right. And, and that leads to chronic kidney disease over time. And that can be a result of a lot of different processes. But toxins is definitely one of them. Medications, all sorts of things. Like we need our bodies to manage these endogenous toxins that I just talked about that are natural, like like the ammonia that builds up and then you go to the bathroom and you excrete it. But if you can't properly manage the ones that are you're supposed to be managing because you've got other ones coming in, there's Lucy and Ethel again. Right. And I mean, let me just say, if you have too much ammonia in your body, your brain's not functioning right. at its prime either. So every single system affects another system. Exactly. 
Yeah, it does. Really, in today's world, we just have more toxins coming in that our bodies can manage. Our body's self-cleaning pathways are very overburdened. And that's why every step we take to slow down the number of toxins that we take in uh, really makes a difference in our overall health. Yep. So it's also why what we eat is so important because, you know, as I already said, our organs need support from the nutrients contained in the foods that we eat. Like for the liver to work properly, it needs nutrients to do its job. And that comes from the real foods. So if we eat that diet of ultra processed foods, and that's mostly what we're eating, like most adults, more than 50% ultra processed foods, I said that a couple episodes ago, we're putting in those extra toxins, but we're also not giving our bodies the nutritional support they need to support our body's self-cleaning mechanisms. It's like that one-two whammy. And that's why I've really focused on upping the nutrients in my food. Because I'm like, well, this is really going to support what my body needs to do. So we know Hippocrates said, I mean, like, I don't know, 2,000 years ago? <laughs> when did he say it? <laughs> However long food? ago that I was. don't know. A long time ago. So we, this is not new information. <laughs> right. <laughs> he said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And he was not wrong. Yeah, just a little bit ago, somebody talked about detox and what what happens if you're detoxing. And, you know, you see all the time, like, do this detox diet or take this detox pill or whatever. The best thing you can do to detox your body is to stop ingesting things that need to be detoxed. That's true. And take in foods that help support your body's natural detoxification systems. Yep. That's true. And I really enjoyed when I was talking to Tim Spector yesterday about foods and phytochemicals that are in the foods. You know, we tend to look to individual foods as to be like superfoods. Like if you just eat these few superfoods, it will solve all of the problems, right? Nothing but kale and blueberry salad. You'll be healthy. No. (laughs) So we know that all plants have different phytochemicals in them, and so they all have superfood properties. But it's really funny. When I was writing Cleanish, I I focused on blueberries. But, you know, the media helps us to think that certain things are superfoods, like kale that you mentioned. What are some other superfoods you've heard in the news that we think of as like, these are the magical foods? Chia seeds and flax have long been touted. I mean, you can buy juice at the store that has chia seeds in it. I mean, so any way we can market a superfood but that's not really the way it works. I mean, I remember how much nutrition are you getting from a bottled juice with chia seeds in it? The thing about the chia seeds, I remember, if they're not ground, you're not getting anything at all. All they do is attract water. So I remember I read something. This is when they're I was struggling with my weight. Well, <laughs> they also provide bulk. So mm-hmm. – like to make you feel full. So I read some diet book. This was in maybe, I don't know, 2012, perhaps. I read a diet book that said, if you just add chia to everything you eat, and I'm not kidding, every meal, you just add chia and drink a lot of water and you'll get full, then you'll magically lose the weight. So I remember being at school and I had my bag of chia and I was eating with the other teachers. Then soon another teacher got a bag of chia and she was doing it too. (laughs) Now we're all doing this chia thing. I mean, I finally threw that. I think I put it in my classroom and I threw it away when I retired because I was like, it didn't, I didn't lose any weight. Well, I read to put two tablespoons in a glass of water and chug it before you eat. Yeah. It's really not tasty. (laughs) No, I never lost any weight. I'm not against chia. I actually have enjoyed chia pudding before because it's actually good. It's delicious. 
didn't make me lose any weight. So <laughs> in Cleanish, I talk about blueberries. And I just I want to share some of these headlines that were just so funny because, you know, we all think of them as a superfood. But some of the headlines that were um, touted for blueberries were the one food to eat to avoid heart disease. That, I find that statement hysterical. The media is hilarious. Just eat blueberries. Another one, how to live longer. Blueberries may reduce age-related diseases to boost longevity. Awesome. Another one, daily blueberry consumption may help manage diabetes. I ate some blueberry preserves earlier today in my yogurt. Is that going to help my diabetes? There you go. Just cured you. (laughs) (laughs) What if I eat the whole jar of blueberry preserves? Is that better? You probably have to to get the results. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I have some amazing blueberry preserves that I got at Costco. They're organic. Uh Uh-huh. And they are like are very like, it's like really just like little blueberries. It's not all you know how some preserves are nothing but like gel. Yes, I don't like those. These are like like you see the little tiny blueberries. It's my favorite, and it was so cheap. At You're Costco. making me Costco jealous. Organic. Again. Oh, I forgot you don't have Costco. Sorry. And then the last one. This is see this works for you. Single dose of blueberry polyphenols boosts cognitive performance in middle aged adults. Oh wow! Single dose. Awesome. <laughs> So all those study headlines, or there aren't the study headlines. That's what the media did with the studies. It makes them sound magical. But the funniest part that I shared in Cleanish is that when somebody asked Dr. Barbara Shukit-Hale, she's the blueberry researcher and expert, like her career, her you know university career has been on studying blueberries. That's it? That's They're the like, one fruit yeah, well, that, but they, they get niches. Like researchers wow. get in a niche, and then they just study their thing, right? So okay. she's a blueberry expert. And they asked her, what was so magical about blueberries? I love her quote. She said, it may just be because blueberries are one of the more well-studied fruits. And then she said, eating a wide range of fruits and vegetables, that's your best bet. Okay, so this blueberry researcher is not telling you to include blueberries at every meal. She says, right, eat a variety. Eat. Exactly. And that's what Tim Spector said yesterday as well. And and it's just, you know, plants have thousands of compounds within them. So we don't even know what they all do. And so, you know, we can't make supplements that replace eating actual foods because it would be like if you like saw a human and you're like, I'm going to create a human in a lab like Frankenstein, but you only <laughs> put what you could see on the outside. Right. Would that be a functioning human? Right. No, because you're missing all the important stuff on the inside that makes this actually go. Plant foods are like that. There's so many things we don't even know what they all do. I'm going to make a guess, too, and this is just a guess. I have zero data to support this, <laughs> but I'm going to guess that as you eat different plant foods together, that they help boost each other. Synergistically. Other's. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, that's also fun because I talked to Mark Matson yesterday, too, and he talked about that as well. So both Mark Matson and Tim Spector, they don't know each other. They're working in different research fields. Mark Matson is neurological and anti-aging, knows a lot about intermittent fasting. He's been doing intermittent fasting since the 80s. And then there's Tim Spector, started with twins, genetic research. Now he's really working on the gut and personalized nutrition. Both of them had the exact same message eat a wide variety of foods. And Dr. Matson got so excited at one point in the conversation. He's like, oh, I have a book your husband would love. And this interview comes out June 16th. Everybody will be able to hear it. But he starts talking about this book that he's got on his shelf that's really thick. And it's about plants. And let me see if I can say it. It's the compounds in plants that work as 
pesticides to keep the plants alive out in the wild. And it's Mm -hmm. like all the different plants and what the chemical compounds that they're finding in them that work as the natural pesticide against the insects. It's like a whole book just about that. And I told Chad about it. He's like, that does sound really interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to read that book. Thank you. When's his birthday? (laughs) Valentine's Day. (laughs) That'll keep him busy. (laughs) There you go. Ooh, that would be exciting. But both Mark Matson and Tim Spector said there are thousands of things in these plants. We don't know what they all do. Just eat a lot of food. Yep. I love that advice. Yep. yep. Yeah. I mean, that goes back to get away from the I can't have this, I can't have that and start really focusing on what you can I can have. have this. I should eat this. Focus on the adding and not the subtracting. Exactly. Yeah. Because I promise you, once you start adding nutritious food, whole foods to your diet, you are not going to miss that ultra processed stuff that you've been eating. We talked about this, I think, on two episodes ago. If you think you don't like a food, it might just be the way your mom cooked it. (laughs) That's like I used to think Brussels sprouts were disgusting because she would buy frozen ones and boil them. See, my mother as well. Yeah. And now yeah. I love so if, Brussels sprouts. If someone sprouts. tried to serve me a boiled frozen Brussels sprout right now, I would probably not be excited. <laughs> <laughs> so just maybe it's just you haven't had them prepared correctly. <laughs> so as we always say, it's important to eat a wide variety of food, especially when it comes to foods from plants. And the final chapter in the section on self-cleaning explains some other things that you can do to support your body's self-cleaning processes. And that's one of my very favorite chapters because it's all things that are fun and enjoyable. And so exercise is one of the things I talk about in that chapter. Exercise helps us self-clean. It causes an increase in circulation, respiration. And, you know, when we exhale, we're getting rid of toxins, (laughs) you know, sweating, same thing. It keeps our lymphatic system flowing as well. We are not meant to be sedentary. That's the most important thing. We are not meant to just sit. We're supposed to be active and live our lives. And, you know, with all these gadgets that make everything so easy, we're no longer taking the the dirty clothes down to the stream to beat it against the rocks. Right. You just toss it in a machine, press a button, sit on the couch. (laughs) Yes. The hardest part is folding the clothes at the end, but and putting them away. Yeah. Right, Sherry? Yes. Is that the hardest part? (laughs) That is the hardest part. (laughs) Definitely. You know, I was thinking yesterday, I was trying to close my, my rings on my Apple Watch, I have a goal of having my all three rings closed every single day in January. And I'm not like focused on getting in so much certain kind of exercise or using this equipment or that it's just close my rings. That's my goal in January, just get in that habit. And I uh, instacarted some groceries yesterday. Afterwards, I thought, you know, had I gone to the store and walked around and Mm -hmm. that would have done wonders for my rings. But there you go. Just those simple things. Yep. Another is our favorite. Jen and I love our sauna. I used mine right before we started to record. Uh, Saunas promote sweating. And we also have increased circulation and blood flow, which helps our bodies remove toxins through the skin. You could even exercise in your sauna if you wanted to. (laughs) You know, they suggest doing yoga in your sauna. Yeah. I'm a fairly tall person. You don't have room for that. No. No room for yoga. There's no yoga in my sauna. I would need a much bigger sauna. (laughs) 
So I also included massage and cleanish, although the evidence for detoxification from massage isn't as robust. I actually had a massage today. It was amazing. I'd try to go once every four weeks. I used to go, even when I was just a teacher, before I, you know, I've been going to get one every six weeks just because it was like, this is my self-care thing that I'm going to do. You know, I don't go get manicures, pedicures, spend a lot of money on on things. I'm very, you know, easy, low-maintenance kind of person. But I made the decision that I'm going to get a a regular massage. That is the thing I'm going to do. And I've been doing it, like I said, probably since, I don't know, it's been over 10 years. Wow. I think that I've been going every six weeks. But now I'm going every four (laughs) because I decided I'm worth that. Also, my my hairdresser and my massage therapist used to be in the same salon, and now they're not. So I used to I get my hair done every six weeks. That's one reason it was every oh, six. Right. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, well, I'm not tied to that anymore. I guess I'll do every four. And I do a 90-minute, yeah. and it's just it's just wonderful. And so there's types of massage. One type of massage called manual lymphatic drainage, which actually does stimulate the lymphatic system, which, you know, as we said, is an important detoxification pathway. I couldn't find solid research to really say that massages do this. I don't, I, maybe it hasn't been researched. I don't know. But I really, it makes sense. I mean, I'm thinking about her working, you know, all throughout my body. Right. It seems like it would be stimulating. Uh-huh. I just couldn't find the solid science. Right. So. Right. Well, and I'm just going to go as far out to say that if it's reducing your stress and taking away pain, which is for me, that's a lot of it. When I start having back and shoulder pain, I know it's time to get back in for massage. And so if you are decreasing your stress and relieving pain and you're able to sleep better, then your body is able to work better to do its natural detox processes. Because you have to have good sleep and that less leads stress. us into sleep. Sleep supports detoxification, and it is really a key component of brain detoxification. You know, we've talked about the lymphatic system, which needs movement to function, but we've got the glymphatic system. It's like lymphatic with a G in front of it, and it works while we're sleeping. So while we sleep, the glymphatic system flushes out the toxins and the excess proteins that build up in our brains while we're awake. So That's another reason why you really need that good quality sleep. There's so many reasons. Yep. It all works together. There's so many pieces to the puzzle. Yep. So there are a few other tools listed in that chapter, like grounding, which is one of my favorites, walking on the beach. We're going to explore grounding some more in this podcast. We're going to have an episode on grounding. Yes. I've said it for a while, and we've just had other little irons in the fire, but it's something that I keep coming back to. So this spring, we're going to do an episode on grounding. Good. We should do it from the beach while we're walking on the beach. (laughs) We (laughs) should. I can't wait to get back to the beach. (sighs) Anyway, so there's, as I said, there's other tools listed in that chapter, but that's all we have time for in today's episode. So make sure you read the section in Cleanish that talks about all these amazing tools. So today we gave you a brief overview of the issues related to self-cleaning, which is the way our body deals with all the toxins that need to be removed from the body. And we also shared some listeners' thoughts about this week's topics. And always remember the most important part of this 
process is applying what you've learned. And in the paperback of Cleanish, there are end of chapter activities where you can reflect on what you've learned and take action. You can also find them in a write on worksheet type format at jenstevens.com forward slash cleanish. It's a free downloadable PDF. If you have an iPad, there are all sorts of apps that allow you to import a PDF and you can write directly on the pages if you have the pencil that comes with your iPad. Or you can print the pages out, put them in a binder, or you can get a separate notebook just to use as your cleanish journal and then use the electronic version of the pages for reference and then do the writing in your cleanish journal. It's totally up to you, but changes about action. So don't forget to take action after you read. That's the most important part. Have I told you about my remarkable? No. Well, you told me you ordered it. Are you in love with it? Yes. I love it so very much. It's like a... It's about the same size as an iPad. So, you know, if you already have an iPad, do you need a remarkable no, but yes. <laughs> you know, I'm using it now when I'm taking my notes for intermittent fasting stories. I've, it lets you upload PDFs. Uh-huh. So you can write and on then them. you can write on the PDF. But you know how when you're writing on an iPad, like any mark on the screen with your finger is like yes. you're writing on it. Yes. See, this is not like that. Only the stylus makes a mark. Okay. So it is so like I, you know, had an iPad at, at work with as a teacher and we would write stuff on it, but I would always like, I don't know, just be messy. You'd put your hand down on it and it would mess it up, whatever. And this feels like you're writing on paper. Really? Is it super yes. responsive? Like, it's very responsive. When you touch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pricey. I was like held off. I put it all in my cart and I was like, this is very expensive. <laughs> then I didn't buy it. And then like a, a few weeks later, someone in our community was like showing how she was using hers, I think for the PDF for cleanage. Uh-huh, and I'm that. like, oh my God. I'm like, I, so I'm like, fine, I'm going to get one. And I hope that I can use it. Well, it's already changing my workflow. I'm having to get a new workflow, but you know how many notebooks oh, I have yes, laying all around all the time. Every I'm a new notebook project girl. gets a new notebook. I get a new notebook and I have like a million of them and I'm like, and I pick them up and I've reused the beginning of one. Well, this lets you have little notebooks in there and you can open them. You can search for different projects Mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. So you have different notebooks. I have my, anyway, I'm just thinking, I'm learning how to use it and how to really make it intuitive. But instead of having to find the notebook, anyway, I'm not selling Remarkable. They're not sponsoring the podcast. (laughs) Jen just loves it. (laughs) They're very expensive, but and it's, you know, with an iPad, you can do a ton of things. But to me, this is so much better than writing on an iPad. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> well, if you have a business where you have to write things down, buy one for your business. My husband texted me while I was at work in the middle of the night that night, asked me if I had a notepad that he could take to work to take notes. And I was like, what are you talking about? Why would I have a notepad? <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite of Jen. I'm not a note See, taker. I have a million notepads all the time, <laughs> but now I just am going to have one remarkable. Anyway. <laughs> So before we get to the listener, oh, I forgot to give them their cleanish homework assignment first. Your cleanish homework assignment, you have a month to do this. So read part two of cleanish, which includes your body's self-cleaning pathways, what's food got to do with it, the chapter on intermittent fasting, and more tools for self-cleaning. You'll reflect and take action by thinking about how you can support your body's self-cleaning pathways. You're going to think about your diet diversity. Focus on increasing the number of nutrients you consume. And that does not mean you're buying supplements and taking them. It means you're eating different foods like Sherry and I are trying to do with just our upping the number of plant foods that we eat. So you'll consider intermittent fasting. If you're not already an intermittent faster, you could do a Chad style. He just skips breakfast. That's it. 
And you'll take a look at the tools that can enhance self-cleaning within your body, and you have an entire month to work through this section. So now, Sherry, would you tell us about the Bellicon, which works so well with our body self-cleaning? One of the companies <laughs> that we've collaborated with to help support the podcast is Bellicon. And you may have heard Jen and I talk about our love of rebounding on our Bellicon rebounders. Or you might be more familiar with the term mini trampoline. I know some of you are thinking, what is a rebounder? Today, we talked about the body's ability to self-clean. And when I first got a Bellicon is really when I learned about self-detox and the lymph system. And this was like 11 or 12 years ago when I got my Bellicon. And a Bellicon can actually help with that. And if you go to their website, they actually have research articles on all sorts of health conditions that rebounding helps. But the lymph system is one that they have several articles on. Not only is exercise one of the most beneficial ways to detox because it helps sweat out toxins, but it also helps you exhale toxins and it stimulates lymph flow, as we talked about. Basically, your lymph system, it's your body's internal plumbing. It's the powerhouse of your immune system. And by keeping it flowing and not sluggish, you can flush out and remove toxins better from your body. And it doesn't have a pump. See, that's the part that people don't really understand. Like, you know, our circulatory system, our heart heart. pumps the blood and it keeps it going. Even when you're lying down and you're sleeping, your heart is pumping it. But the lymphatic system only works when you move. Right. So, yeah, your muscle contraction and movement is what stimulates the lymph flow in your body. So in as little as 10 minutes of gentle rebounding a day, you can increase your body's ability to transport nutrients across your body and toxins out of your body. It is a gentle way to effectively remove waste products and even stimulate your colon to help excrete waste and improve your gut biome. And strengthen your pelvic floor, ladies. Also important. (laughs) While there are many brands of rebounders on the market, and I have owned many of them, I will always recommend Bellicons. They are gentle on the body. They last forever. They are high quality, and they are completely customizable for your weight, your fitness level, even your height, and your current level of mobility. Um, They have some with handles. Just check it out. They have great customer service. You can call and talk to them about which setup would be best for you, even down to what bungee strength or what mat would be best for you. They even have the option to pay for your Bellicon and for easy interest-free payments. Or you could do what I did. This is my life hack. You get it for free. Use PayPal credit. (laughs) Free life hack, not free Free, Bellicon. Free life hack. Free life hack. If you get a (laughs) PayPal credit card, you can pay for a purchase in six months with zero interest. I do that for big purchases like this, or I even pay my every six-month car insurance that way. Learn more about Bellicon using the link in show notes, or you can visit lifelessonscommunity.com forward slash Bellicon. All right, so now it's time for our listener-led lesson, and today it comes from Kim from Greensboro. She has a couple of household management hacks to share. First, I recently put whiteboards on my outside freezer. Now I keep a running list of all the things in the freezer and how many of each are in there. No more guessing how many packages of chicken or ground beef are left. That's really smart because then you don't have to, like, dig around. Yes. Find it. I love That's this really idea. smart. Her second life hack, she said, really learn to use your Alexa or other similar devices and make it a habit. We use ours to keep a grocery list, have reminders set for the kids, leave for the bus or school, check online assignments, etc. Reminders to pick up dry cleaning or specific groceries. When my kids had remote school, we even had reminders for them to log in for classes. That's a great tip. Yep. 
At the end of each show, we love to share a motivational quote from a listener. And today's quote comes from Stacy in Southern California. Stacy, I wish I was in Southern California today. <laughs> the quote is, a good mentor hopes you will move on. A great mentor knows you will move on. She said, I heard this the other night while watching the Ted Lasso show, and I actually had to pause and replay it a few times to write it down. I don't know who wrote it, but I'm a national trainer for a large international food and beverage company, and I'm always looking for inspiration. Our company's main purpose is that we grow people. Mentoring is a vital part of that. Unfortunately, there are leaders out there that will hold good people back. So find a mentor that will help you grow. Yeah, that's huge. That is huge. You want a mentor that cares about your progress, not just keeping you by them. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm going to say, too, this is for even like a boss. If you have a boss that you think is holding you back and not letting you reach your potential, that's that's huge. Yeah, you're right. So listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. You can join our Facebook community. It's called Life Lessons with Jen and Sherry. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And we would love for you to leave a review. That helps us reach others. Oh, oh, exciting news. Let me butt in. Okay. You can now leave ratings on Spotify for podcasts. This is a brand new feature. So if you are listening on Spotify, please, please, please leave us a five-star rating. Thank you. We like fives. We like fives. Yeah, fives are very important. (laughs) (laughs) When we say leave a review, we really want a five. Thank you. (laughs) If you think it's a one, just stop listening. And And email (laughs) us and tell us why. (laughs) But don't write it on the review. Anyway. Also, do you have a story to share for our good news segment? You've gotten me all cracked up now, Sherry. Do you have a story to share for our good news segment, a listener-led lesson, or a motivational quote that means something to you? Or do you have an area of expertise that you would like to share as our featured guest for the week as we present our weekly life lesson? Email us at connect at lifelessonscommunity.com and listen each week to see if we share your story or tip. Until next week, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Instead of traditional podcast ads, we develop sales and affiliate relationships with companies we love. When you shop with us, you'll not only have access to great products that we personally vetted, but you'll know that with every purchase, you're helping to support the podcast and make it possible.